when you are going to be bringing an expansion franchise into the NHL or any league for that matter, it takes big, hairy cojones. And when you want to present that team up on stage, you want to make sure it's looking good with some Manscaped. Trim that bush. Manscaped is here with the Lawnmower 3.0 to save you from any awkwardness on stage for your expansion team. Don't have a super weird presentation like the Vegas Golden Knights did for their logo that nobody liked. Instead, be good, manscape your jungle, make it look fine, keep it fresh with their products such as the Ball Deodorant and Dechafer, as well as their toner to keep everything clean, you know, exactly where it needs to be. You can get 20% off when you use code DNVR20 at manscaped.com, and you'll get free shipping as well. These guys are an amazing partner for us, and if you want to help us out, go ahead, go out there and support Manscaped as well. AJ, you're giving me a curious look there. I'm trying to remember the Vegas logo reveal. Was it the was it the one where, like, nothing went right and it didn't work and, like, the presentation literally crashed? I don't like think on stage. that was it. Like, it was just very messy. And oh, then they, okay. like, suddenly presented it and, like, unveiled the logo and all these fireworks shot off and everything. And the crowd of, like, 30 people, like, didn't even clap. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the the presentation that, like, literally, like, the like it actually crashed. I don't... Maybe it did. I don't remember it crashing, but... I don't I don't remember, like, what they were doing, though, but it was... And, like, the guy made a total joke about it where he was like, well, we'll I promise we'll run our franchise better than this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're an NHL team, dude. Probably not, and honestly. That's how you know he didn't manscape that morning, so... It's true. <laughs> Bill Foley would have had a much better time had he invested in the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> and Cole gets another good righty and another right by Cole. A left by Cole this time! Tipped in front by Mika Rantanen. He shoots and scores. Nathan McKinnon. Cole J.T. Comfer. 877 goes now. Gabriel Landeskog. Collective hugs. 29 and 92. Save me by Grubauer. Move over, Picasso. This piece of art is by McKinnon. My goodness gracious. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche <laughs> podcast presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Anytime you need your alcohol, over a thousand different varieties of beer to try. Highly recommend you save it for the party of the unveiling. Maybe not beforehand when everything is technically going wrong. But when you're looking to celebrate, Davidson's have you covered with all of your beer, wine, and spirits needs. I'm Nathan Rudolph. Joining me as always is AJ Hayfley, and we are here today. It's been asked for almost all season long. We've been getting questions, comments about potential expansion draft goings on. So we're doing it here, committing to a full 30-team expansion draft. We're going to go team by team, selecting our players for the Seattle. What are, are they? We're going to be the sockeye allegedly, right? But now I'm not sure if that's the case anymore. 
The C- uh, right now, I just call them the Seattle Somethings. The Seattle Somethings. That's a good name right there. The <clears throat> Seattle Somethings will be picking 30 separate players today. Uh, we will be using Cap Friendly's amazing little program they have to set it all up. As Hi, everybody. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> recap real quick. So we used Cap Friendly's program to set up this expansion draft top to bottom here. Should be a good time. Uh, we used their automatic picking to start, but there were some things very wrong with it, including the abs not protecting Nathan McKinnon. So we had to make some adjustments adjustments to make everything click together and work properly and protect reasonable players. Other than that, we're going to be picking from all 30 teams. And yeah, I, I guess we're ready to jump into this one. You want to start with the, the Anaheim pick, AJ, or should we go together on these? Uh, I think we should at least work our way through them. We don't, we don't, um, we actually have, we don't have a plan. Okay. Yeah. So a couple, <clears throat> a couple of things before we get started. We decided before the show that we want to do three of these. Correct. So we're going to do, this is, this will be our first uh, swing at the expansion draft. We'll do another one after the off season when they, whenever the off season Post actually takes place. Post free agency madness. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's a good way to put it. Post after whenever free agency happens, we'll do another one, and then after next season, before the actual expansion draft, we'll do another one. Yep. That will give us uh, that will give us a, a fun look at how this evolves over time, and how uh, our our views on players and s- most certainly how contract situations will have changed. There will be very significant differences between now and post-free agency. The The third one we're planning on doing, which is much more closer to that actual uh, expansion draft, might not be quite as big a difference to the post-free agency one. But between now and then, expect a lot of changes. It's just going to be interesting how big those changes are from this show to the start of next season, we'll just call it. Uh, so we're looking forward to that, and and to that end, this will be will be acting as if the expansion draft was happening this off season for these picks, because we cannot predict where free agents are going to go and how that's going to work at the moment. Mm-hmm. So have to work with what we got here. AJ, are yep. you ready for this? I am. All right. So first up, we're just going to go in alphabetical order here: Anaheim Ducks, Seattle. On the clock for their first pick. Where are you leaning? I, <clears throat> um, so first off, they protected. We had them protecting Fowler, Lindholm, and Manson as the three defenders. Yep. Um, cornerstones all make sense, right? Those guys all, they yep. all stick out. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm leaning towards Brendan Goulet right here. You think? Because it's a... It's a young start on our defense. Yep. And uh, I don't, I mean, we haven't, I, I guess maybe we should have come up with a, like a, what we wanted to prioritize, how we wanted to build. I but mean, it'll build itself as we go. <clears throat> yeah. But we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to get 31 or we're not going to be able to get 30 um, NHL players. We no, have a 23 man roster. Yeah. So we've got more to consider than just. Let's take the best player from every single team. 
Right. So there's also a cap um, to contend with as well. So right, and we also have a we, there's also a cap floor that we are we are supposed to be hitting. Yep. We have to spend at least forty eight million. So it's a it's a bit of a so we can't take thirty ELCs. <clears throat> so I'm leaning towards Goulet here. I also like Jacob Larson on defense. I think that that's they're both they're both 22 years old. They both have some NHL experience. I like that start on defense. There's also some guys up front that we could consider. How are you feeling about uh, a Troy Terry or an Isaac Lundestrom? Not very high on Terry. Uh, Lunderstrom, okay. yes, much more interested in him. Younger, uh, does have a touch of NHL experience where he put up a couple of points, doing solidly in the AHL this year, uh, or, well, over last season, I suppose. Would be I've never been there. a big fan. Yeah. He's and, just sort of a, he seems to me like a low end, uh, like maybe, maybe a bottom six guy. And I've always been very, I've honestly always been very, I think more middle, I I have more faith that he could be middle six or at least third line anyway. Um, But with Terry, the transition to the pro game hasn't been super easy for him. Mm -hmm. So not as big of a fan there. So leaning towards the defense with, with Anaheim, I'm fine. Plus, I mean, you and I both know how that team drafts, drafts defensemen. So, yeah, I mean, Josh Maher is also 21 sitting right here as well. Yeah. So we've got a number of defensemen that we could go with. Um, ultimately, do we have a do we have a strong feeling between any of these three players between uh, Gooley and Larson? Um, Gooley, I guess these two. I think I prefer Gooley over Larson personally. Okay, I'm fine with that. All right, so we'll go with Gooley as the got first a good start pick. to our defense. I like yep. it. Solid, solidly on the board with an Anaheim <laughs> Duck pick there. He would be an RFA in uh, 21-22, so would have to work out a deal there, but off to a solid start. Yeah. Moving on. And the, the other thing we have to do, uh, we also have to take 20 players who are under contract through 2021. Correct. Which So we can't, we can't take 30 free agents. I mean, ultimately shouldn't be that difficult. It should not be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next team is Arizona Coyotes, of course. Uh, we protected Ekman Larson has an NMC has to be protected. Nicholas mm-hmm. Yalmerson and Jacob Chikrin on the defense, <clears throat> the forward side, Phil Kessel, another NMC, Nick Schmaltz, Christian Dvorak, Taylor Hall for now in this world, maybe they work out a deal to keep him Clayton Keller, mm-hmm. uh, Christian Fisher and Connor Garland. So that leaves available as we go back to the team draft. I mean, some interesting ones. You're, you're looking at some UFAs as well on the forward side with someone like Stepan. Soderberg probably not a realistic option. Yeah, um, so Derek Stepan for me, no way. He yeah. is, he fell off a cliff this yep. year. And that's one more year at $6.5 I don't expect that we're going to run into cap trouble. I'm just not really interested. Um, I do like the, the veteran and the leadership and that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But no longer even a, a viable fifty-point guy, and I'm I'm not betting that I'm not betting on a big bounce back as he as he ages. So uh, for me, my real interest here is anti Ranta. Yeah, in that getting started with the goaltender uh, into some injury issues, but has been playing very well the last couple of years, and at thirty years old. 
30 is not the same as it is for a goalie as it is for a skater. So I really like, I, I would, I'm very comfortable with Ranta in net as our starter right off the top. Yeah, I'd have a hard argument against Ranta. Uh, <clears throat> maybe like a Hinnestroza or something if they if you had a plan I do for like goalies Hinnestroza. later. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do like there and Kraus as uh like and and even Grabner as like depth forwards. I like them, but the easiest thing for us to get in this draft is going to be depth forwards, and yep. that's not true for starting caliber goaltenders. We are going to have a hard time finding them in this draft as you and I were going through the protection lists. Yep. And keeping an eye on some of these positions. So I think Ranta makes the most sense in that. Very comfortable with that. Uh, let's just keep it rolling here uh, with Boston. Do you have the uh, the protected list up, AJ? I don't want to keep flipping back and forth. Uh, I can. I can bring it up. I wonder if I can actually put this up on a different tab here. Yeah, I've got this. Um, so this one, <clears throat> this one was actually pretty easy forward-wise. Protecting, they had three NMCs in Bergeron, Martian, and Coil. Um, we also protected Rask and Net, Krug, McAvoy, and Carlo on the back end. The obvious choices here. Um, the other forwards we protected: Andre Kasha, David Pasternak, David Krejci. Yep, uh, hard to and argue with Dick any DeBrusque. of those. Yeah, same. Dick, Dick. De- Debrusque as well. The seventh guy that we protected. So there's a lot of talent here, both uh, forward and on defense, if we really like, if we have a strong feeling about anybody. Um, Honestly, leaning more towards forward side myself, probably. I would agree. Um, I, looking at their defense, I've never been a huge fan of Zaboro myself. I like Griseltrick, yeah. uh, but I, I also know that third-pairing defenseman won't be hard for us to yeah, find here. Yeah, exactly. So, if you if you turn back to the forward side, it's kind of your pick of the litter. Again, you're not going to see anyone with super high-end talent, as they basically just went down the list and, and protected yeah. their top six. Mm-hmm. But... I, and then Charlie Coyle. And then Charlie Coyle, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I don't know. Are you looking on the younger side? Because that's kind of where I'm looking. Um, I really like Nick Ritchie's game. Yeah. Um, I think he's I think he's rock solid. Twenty four years old, and as of right now, we have a lot of room. We have all the room in the world to to build a roster up here. So, um, I I like Nick Ritchie. I also like Sean Corrali, and I like Anders Bjork as well. I, I was going to say Bjork, I think, is interesting. A little bit on the younger side. But we can go with Richie. Uh, he is an RFA at the end of that deal. and We got money to spend, right? So Yeah, and we do. And he is under contract already. Correct. So we have a year of him uh, to see what he does in whatever role we decide to give him. Yep. So we can throw Nick Richie on the list. Next up is Buffalo. This one... So- yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly had a hard time with this. Yeah. <laughs> um oddly enough, there were more guys on defense that we liked and wanted to protect than we expected going in. Yeah, for sure. Um but we so uh just a goalie out of the way, we got Linus Olmark. We protected him as the obvious one. Forwards we went with 
<clears throat> Going with Eichel, Skinner, um, Marcus Johansson, Sam Reinhart, Casey Middlestad, Tage Thompson, and Victor Olofsson. So went with the younger guys, even though neither one of us are big fans of Middlestad or Thompson. Uh, they, you know, like protecting his Zemgus Gergensen's is Jimmy VC, Wayne Simmons, Kyle Oposo. I don't, I don't care. There's a whole bunch of meh going on there. Exactly. On defense, some tougher choices. We ended yep. up protecting Ristolainen, Rasmus Dahlin, and Henry Yoki Hardyu. And really, that was about youth. Yep. Dahlin is the is an obvious one. Yoki Hardyu, 20 years old. Uh, we we had. Colin Miller, Brandon Montour also in the in the conversation. Um, we agreed. Colin Miller, no good. But Brandon Montour, we did like. Yes. I And that that I, was the hard cut. I think, and the flip side of that is for Seattle, I think Montour, very, very easy pick there. Um, you think so? I, I'm taking him. You're not going to, you're not tempted by Kyle Oposo, Wayne Simmons, <laughs> oh. Michael Froelich. Vladimir Sobolka. I mean, there is there a world where you could convince me on a VC or a Gergensen's? Maybe those those first four. Absolutely no interest in them at all. You know, five years ago that would have been a pretty good forward core. Yeah, five years ago. <laughs> now they're all in their thirties. So yeah, I, I I agree with you. Brandon Montour is the easy the easy selection and. It turns out that Buffalo and Anaheim made the whole Montour Goulet trade just to build Seattle's defense. Yep. Seattle's goal is just to collect all the X Duck defenders. <laughs> X Duck? I mean, we have Nick Ritchie, too. That's true. He was a duck for a while. I forgot. So, just X Ducks. <laughs> the Seattle Mighty Ducks, just to spite the Ducks. That's right. <laughs> Get a contract <laughs> with Disney going. It'd be awesome. All right, that is our first four picks. Next up is Calgary. The obvious candidates here uh, got protected. I don't really want to go through the whole list. Yeah, ever of every team. The obvious candidates plus Milan Lucic because he has an NMC. Yep. Some tougher choices on defense, but uh, Yusuf Alamaki, Noah Hannafin, and Mark Giordano were the were the protections. Again, Giordano. Simply because he's at the high level that he is. Right. You have a Norris winner and the young guys basically protected. Yeah. Um, that leaves open some interesting opportunities, both at forward and on defense for us. So I don't know uh, how you feel about this one, but I just eyeballing it off the top. Um, I like... Uh, Rasmus Anderson. Okay. Uh, the first guy I had kind of like looked at was Mangiapane. Is still That's out there. The, if we're gonna go forward core, Mangiapane is my guy. Um, I really like his game. Good skill guy. Works really hard. Understands that he has to be a bottom six guy that yep. has skill. Right. Can finish a little bit. <clears throat> is what the Abs were hoping they were gonna get out of Sven Andrichetto. Pretty much. Uh, so I guess the question is, we already have two defensemen is adding mm-hmm. another young, young defenseman. He is on the younger side and, and signed significantly longer than the guys yeah. we, we've already picked up on that defensive side. Rasmus so, Anderson would be a commitment. So do you want to lock that in? Yeah. And 
I don't I don't know that I like him that much. Right. To take him through his age twenty nine season. Um not I don't the price is fine at four point five million. The length I'm, I'm yeah. just I'm just not sure that I want to make that kind of a commitment to a guy that I think is a borderline top four player. So do we just bail out with Mangiapane then? I feel like Mangiapane is the safe choice. And no even consideration for a Cam Talbot, right? No. Or really any of their other goalies. Uh, the only other guy that I would have considered here would have been Mark Jankowski. And that's more of a meh. We could find a lot of Jankowskis in this list. Yeah, for sure. So we'll go so. with Mangiapane. Uh, that locks in our first five picks of the draft to view the team. We have Nick Ritchie and Mangiapane up front with Montour and Goulet in the back and Anti Ranta in net. We're going to take our first quick break here as it's time to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Always fun to have a sip or two when you're busting out a, a fantasy expansion draft or otherwise. Highly recommend it. Have a beer here. Don't tell anyone it's it's not a Breckenridge brew because I drank all my Breck brew again. But if I drank I, it all, again. yeah, if I drank <laughs> I it all, that's a good sign, right? It must be good. Um I use the Drizzly app, actually, which will deliver beer directly to your front door to get the 15-can sampler pack of Breckenridge Brewery. Highly recommend it, but if you want to get it for pickup as well, you can head on down to the farmhouse down in Littleton and get your beer there along with some food from the farmhouse. They will hook you up with $5 off your meal when you use code DNVR when you go on down there to pick it up. You can reach them over at... Uh, excuse me. You can reach them over at 303-803-1380 to schedule your pickup from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. every single day. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits, another place you can pick up Breckenridge Brew, by the way. We're here doing the fantasy expansion draft as we as we kind of roll through. We got our first five picks on the board probably go through another 10, 12, 15 in this segment. So let's keep on rolling with team number six, the Carolina Hurricanes. This one... This one was tough. Yes. They are going to have a problem come come time for this thing. A lot of talent kind of just floating around on this team, especially as you get down into some of their prospects and, and, and things like that, so... Uh, we ended up protecting uh, Dougie, Slavin, and Brett Pesci. Yep. And because they've done such a good job building up their forward depth, um, we were not comfortable doing the eight skaters and said, hey, they can only lose one player. So even if they have four good defenders exposed, they can only lose one. Right. And they're going to. Realistically, if they had not done seven forwards, they were looking at losing someone like Svechnikov, and it's just not reasonable for them to go yeah. that route. Yep, it was it, I mean, to have made the trade and to get to get a, a Trocek, yeah, and then immediately lose him in an expansion draft like this would hurt. Would just so. be brutal all the way around, for sure. So Yeah, even if the price for him was much lower than we all expected come Deadline day this year. Um, I, for me, we've got a couple of options here on this defense. Yeah, I obviously right off the bat at the top there, you see uh, Shea and uh, Gardner. 
yeah. as, as two options that you can lock up for an extended amount of time and reasonable prices. Yeah. Um, I think we have to go with Brady Shea. I would lean that way as well. Three years younger. Uh, still very reasonable at 5.25 million. Um, and locked up a year longer as well. It can kind of be a mainstay of the, the Seattle defense for the next four years at that point. Yep. This is the commitment I am comfortable with, that I was not with Rasmus Anderson. Shea has been a top four defender for a number of years already. He's locked up at $5 million. It's a touch on the expensive side, given what we've seen from him in his career, but he's very good and he's very reliable. I mean, when you... I have no issues with Brady Shea. If you put it into Avalanche context and say you're paying that guy a million more than you're paying Ian Cole, seems pretty reasonable. And through his prime. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, there, um, I'm, I think this is an easy one. There is a part of me, I loved Morgan Geeky as a prospect. Um, and then another part of me that for the memes wanted to pick Max McCormick. But... Oh, <laughs> Obviously, Shea, way too good of an option to, to do anything like that. Uh, yeah. Next up. We have a. This is a crazy defense too. This is one that yeah. we, when we revisit this, depending on what they decide to do with contracts, because uh, Joel Edmondson, Sammy Vatanen, Trevor Van's Riemsdyk, uh, all expiring. Yep. But they also have Jake Bean and Hayden Fleury back there. Some younger guys as well, yeah. And those guys are all intriguing in their own way. Not so much Hayden Fleury for me personally, uh, and I've never really been a big Jake Bean fan. But if we like a puck moving uh if we wanted a young puck mover that is still on his elc basically yeah no i'm i'm with you i I never really liked either of them to be honest but it's it's kind of wild just looking at some of the like joel edmondson's a solid nh like a third pairing guy sammy botman's a solid guy trevor van dreamsdyke yeah jake gardner like this is the injuries rocked their blue line and they went out and were just like okay well we're just gonna restock the whole thing yep it's crazy to me that this is you could make a quality defense out of just the guys they exposed. And this was a team that moved Justin Falk, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, because so, that's going to have ramifications. Yep. So next up, Chicago, the first Central Division team that's going to be affected here. Uh, pretty straightforward. Obviously, the big names on the forward side had to yeah. be protected. Both Keith and Seabrook have NMCs. So barring some kind of waving there, the defense is, is pretty strictly limited as well. Mm-hmm. This one is interesting to me because they have a couple of goalies that I like. Um, They also have one defender in particular that I'm a fan of, but really depth forwards is where this is at for me. No, no tempting of the Mata. No, Olimata and Connor Murphy are not temptations for me whatsoever. The only I like Dennis Gilbert. I've always liked Dennis Gilbert going back to his draft year. Um, I think he's a solid physical prospect, but he is a, a, a rotational third pairing guy, and we've already drafted three defenders. Yeah, um, I think I would like to. I, I really like Drake Kajula's game as a depth forward. He's young. He's feisty. He's relatively cheap. He's reliable. I have no issues with going with Drake Kajula and just kind of walking out. Yeah, I'm I'm 
pretty comfortable with Kajula as well. I I have a soft spot for John Quinville, but Kajula is just a better option, I think. Yeah. I mean, I I would take Sakura, maybe even uh, Edsel. I would not take Edsel, but Sakura I, also I like can David see. Camp. But either way, Kajula, yeah. I think, is the pick there. Not, not hard yeah. for me, to be honest. And I, we have our first line. Yep. Yeah. A whole line of very high quality in Nick Ritchie, uh, Drake Kajula, and Andrew Mangiapane. <laughs> that's a that's a feisty start to our bottom six. Yep. And the oldest guy that we have right now, um, Anti Ranta, at thirty years old. But then after that, we have two twenty-six year olds on defense. Yeah, not not at all old by any means. So. As Vegas allegedly claimed they were building for the future, Seattle likely going the same way, unless they go on some magical cup run like Vegas did. Yeah. Um, so now we get to the big one. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, the one that the one that the people watching here might actually care about. Indeed. Uh, you'll know all the names from this team. We can go over the full protected list on defense EJ with the NMC in this case just for simplicity reasons right now we're not going through oh this guy could have waved blah 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 correct we're um, ignoring that possibility for right now and then obviously Sam Gerard Kale McCarr <laughs> getting protected on as well so yeah easy on defense uh, uh, uh forward as well uh very easy for five of them with Ranton and McKinnon Landeskog Kadri and Burakovsky Yep. Very, very easy protection of five guys. And then ultimately, the final two forwards we ended up going with were Donskoy. A long contract there. Reasonably the only other player that was consistently in the top six when they were fully healthy. Yep. And then Tyson Jost, which there was a conversation about JT Comfer there, but ultimately yep. the age difference and potential cheaper contract as well. Yep. This is one where I think it's going to be a year will do a lot of good for clarity on this um, because a good year from some guys, maybe we don't protect Donskoy after this season. Yep. Maybe we protect Comfer. Maybe we don't protect Jost. And the other guy that I think really could have a could get into this conversation uh, is Valerie Nichushkin. I mean, very much dependent on next year in that case. Exactly. I mean, if he goes out and he repeats his year – and, and, you know, goes in the 35-point range, I would be, I, I would be, and given his defensive impacts, I would be in pound-the-table mode to keep him. Yeah. So that's that's one that could develop. Uh, but for right now, with Jost, the, the contract and the age, and to be honest, there's still upside there. So um, he he felt like if we were doing this today, and that's what we are doing, then we're good here. Yeah. So that was our protection. Now we have well, to take one of these guys. One real quick, Grubauer over Francois. For both of us, a no-brainer. Yes. I know a lot of people like that Francois look, but there just hasn't been enough there yet. Again, if Francois plays out of his mind next year, that could yep. very well change, but... 100%. Like, we are open to the idea that a year from now, Francois becomes the obvious protection candidate. But right now, I want to see Francois prove to me that he's not Calvin Pickard 2.0. Yep. So, looking at this list, I mean, there are three names that jump out to me that I think 
teams are pretty much picking from. That being Comfer as a slightly younger forward that's locked up longer term. Mm-hmm. Potentially Nemesnikov, if you're looking yep. at a UFA with some top six potential there. Uh, yep. And then Zadorov on the on the defensive side. You're not looking at Ryan Graves? Honestly, no. Okay. We're on the same page there. Um, no Nachushkin? Not this time. Next year, maybe. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, given how we've built our team, I want Comfort. Yeah, I I think I lean away from Zadorov as well, given that given what we have on the defensive side. Yeah, and I, especially because um, I think we've got two lefties. Yeah, I'm not sure if they can yeah, show do. you. Okay, thank you. Confer does add that right-handed, versatile player can play all three positions at forward essentially. Uh, can move around the lineup quite a bit, and and does fit that age range that we've been targeting. So, and he signed, and right. that's one. That's one where, um, right now, we have uh, one. We've got all contract issues that we would have to work out, yep. except on Brady Shea. Yep. So another player to lock up. Yeah, and so taking Confer is just a player that we can just set and forget, drag and drop. He's on our roster. We're done. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Yep. And he's our first right-handed forward. And we know about his versatility. I just think that that's a good fit for this team that we're drafting. Yeah, I think it makes sense. You don't have to deal with Nemesnikov potentially walking and, and all of that conversation. He's going to want a lot of money, whatever. Yeah. And what like how much better is Nemesnikov than Comfer in, if they're playing the exact same role? And age, contract, all that stuff play into that... That conversation makes Comfort the easy, uh, for me, I think, maybe not easy, but the choice here. Another, it will be very clear next year on yeah, on who is, is people are going to be leaning toward. But Comfort... And I will say, the, the temp, there's a big Francois temptation. Yes, there is, uh, ultimately, signing someone like Ranta and us having gone through the lists, we know <clears throat> some of the goalies coming up that... Yeah, make it easier to let Franco's pass as a, a jet flies over my house. Uh, uh, we called them the Seattle somethings. Yep, the Seattle somethings. Yeah. <laughs> Chat wanted to know uh, what we ended up naming them. <laughs> Quality name. This team is is already shaping up to be something. All right, can confirm. Yeah, uh, we're almost halfway to the uh, uh, minimum cap hit. So yeah, making we're doing okay. Here. Making good time on the cap hit. Uh, moving to the next team, uh, Avalanche East, as it were, the Columbus Blue Jackets. They yeah, basically picking which future Av. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there wasn't too much, uh, too many hard decisions on this one as far as protections nope. are going. Uh, Elvis was protected from the expansion draft as a whole. Yeah, so he was exempt. So no conversation there. Um, for me, this comes down to two players on, on Columbus between Ryan Murray and Alexander Wenberg. Yeah. And Wenberg does have the longer contract. Mm-hmm. Don't know how it committed I would be to him. Okay. On the other hand, you have a Ryan Murray on a defense where 
you're already paying good money for a couple of top four guys, and Murray is almost constantly hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, boy, I, I guess Winberg is a center too. So maybe I can come around to this Winberg idea. Yeah. Also, um, we've only drafted two guys that are under contract. Yeah. So, so got to start picking uh, up quite a few of those. Exactly. We've got to start targeting guys who we don't have to immediately find deals for. Okay. So, um, I, I like Wenberg as a, he's 25 years old. He's got a lot of offensive upside. It's an easy sell for me. Um, there, it, it might be too long of a contract. Absolutely. But probably by the time that you'd be willing to give up on him, you're in the last year of it anyway. Uh, I think you might a little bit earlier than that, but I can be convinced again, cap hit plenty of space there. Uh, mm-hmm. another relatively correctly aged player, a center, it checks enough boxes, there's not a ton else unless you're really, really in love with Ryan Murray, which given the way we pick defense. Yeah. Doesn't I'm, make I'm not. And the injuries are just too much of a problem for me. If he was, if I could, if I believed he would be healthy at any point, I would be fine here, but I'm not. So for me, that's a, again, pretty easy, ready to move on. Yep. Next up is the Dallas stars. As we go back to the central division, obviously all the big guns on the forward side, get protected. Haskin in on the defensive side. And yeah, there isn't much to look at still available on defense from this team. Yeah. Um, Steven Johns is an interesting player, but I, I wish that the season had gone on so we could have seen him continue to come back. Yeah. Um, because then we could make a little more informed decision on what player he is now after a lot of time off, but we don't have that. Um, low, low key interested in Colton point here. Yeah. I mean, we have a type, it would seem young. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. You could be looking at that. I realistically, I mean, he's probably a third goaltender in the system. If you're taking him. Yeah. He's my, he's an AHL goalie for me. And, the reality is a handful of AHL players are going to get picked in this draft. Yeah. We have 30 players and 23 roster spots for the NHL. And that's assuming we make absolutely no other moves and we only build our team this way. Yep. So there's a, I don't hate the idea of taking Pavelski and making him the captain for the first year or two. I'm okay with that too. But, that's also a $7 million cap hit for a 35-year-old player. <laughs> yeah, but we also have a lot of room. Yeah. The the we, room is it, less it, of the it, issue, more of a, does that just end up being dead cap? <laughs> probably. So. I am I have no issues with taking the $7 million Pavelski if you want to make him the captain and kind of a, we've been there. And to be honest with you, when you're out of the playoff race right away, or you're likely out of the playoff race come your first deadline. Yeah. Shop that hard. <laughs> exactly. Especially if he's still being productive, then that's a guy that you could move within a year or two. You know, I should I should say within the first year, either at the deadline or at the draft the next year. Okay. So I'll let you make the decision there. Point. I'm Pavelski. happy with Pavelski. Okay. Pavelski it is. And, I mean, really, we need some forward talent. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of bottom six grindy stuff going on. 
yeah. for the most part. We need part. some guys that can score. All right. Next up, the much-hated Detroit Red Wings. This one was a mess on Cap Friendly, I remember. We had to do a lot oh of switching We basically around. had to redo this whole thing. They had way too many players available. Yeah. But I think we, we pretty much cleaned it up and left a bunch of old guys for ourselves to pick from. Yeah, um, and this is this is again where I'm looking and I'm saying, okay, maybe uh, just go with a veteran guy um, and go with an older player that can help us put the puck in the net in year one. Yep. And that's where I'm looking at Sam Gagne. Yeah. He's a UFA, so we'd have to sign him, but... Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I mean... Kind of Abdicator and Nielsen, I have zero interest in. Same with Helm. So, I yeah, yeah, and Philpula's thirty six. So, there's really yeah. not much else to pick at. And the defensive options are just not. They're all gross. Yeah, they're not. The they're they're mostly proven to be not very good at this point. Yep. We could take Kyle Wood for the giggles. <laughs> I'm Just because we're Colorado people and we know who Kyle Wood is and think that that's funny. I'm comfortable with Gagne, I, I think, other than the memes. Uh, if we're if we're doing that, we could take Pickard, too. <laughs> I was going to say, and, and I'm actually not kidding about that one. As um, the third goalie, yeah. As the third goaltender, do you think Pickard would be um, a legit option for us? I just, how many, five teams have tried that already? Well, the problem is that he keeps being asked to be a backup. Right. He gets bounced around and, and teams make him the backup constantly. And and that's not what we want to do. We don't want to, we don't, we're not worried about Calvin Pickard in the NHL. I just, I guess if you're going that route, we could have just taken Colton Point as someone who's younger and say, okay, there's upside there, right? So, there's upside. Yeah. Or we could just take Jonathan Quick in a few rounds. It's true. We can also do that. Um, okay, I guess let's go with, uh, we can go with Sam Gagne. All right. We'll Although, take... I again, worried about the contract thing because we do need to start taking some of this. Well, when it's a disaster, we'll sort it out after the fact. And Okay, I'm down. Okay. Edmonton Oilers up next. This was surprisingly difficult, too. Yeah, I mean, obviously the top guys are, are very easy to, to protect, but when you start getting yeah. down to that 6th, 7th forward and the 4th defenseman. Um, this really comes down to two players. Yep. Um, Jesse Pooley-Yarvey, we left unprotected uh, because they, they were going to lose, to be honest. Had they left Tyler Benson or Kyler Yamamoto un, unprotected, we would just take that guy. Um, Pooley-Yarvey up front, Adam Larson on defense. Yeah, I think those are the two picks pretty easily there. Um, Larson, so this is a weird situation because realistically, Pooley-Yarvey would probably end up on a contract. Yeah. And Larson expires in 2021. Yeah. So it's a little bit awkward from that regard. Uh, I think this is super easy, man. You just take Pooley Yarby. An expansion team is meant for this kind of opportunity. I mean, you can give him the opportunity, but there's like a pretty decent chance that you're just throwing a pick in the bin there, I think. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. Because if you're not, and he ends up being a stud, then then it's found money. Yeah. He, he's 21 years old, and we he's proven to destroy the uh, the Liga. So I think we should just take Puliyarvi. Okay, I'm I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, this was one where we had a I don't think that this would happen in real life conversation. Yeah. Because I definitely don't think that Edmonton would make him available. But since he is in this simulation, we're rolling with it. On to Florida. Florida Panthers. The original simulation had Ekblad available, so that was a hard cancel. Yeah, we had to do some work on this roster. (laughs) Um, Pretty much no goaltender options here. And after cleaning things up, there's not a ton to look at. There's nothing on defense I want. Yeah. I mean, on the forward side... It's Brett Connolly. You think? Hard Brett Connolly? Yeah. No, not even a, considering a Sorella or something like that? No, and I don't like Borgstrom. Okay. So, I've never been a big a big Borgstrom fan. I think Brett Connolly gives us a little bit of... A little bit of know-how, and I think he'll be good for some of the kids in the locker room given the career path that he's taken and can function decently in your third line middle six if you have to type thing he's very similar to jt comfer except just two years older yep so another contract pretty pretty straightforward there yeah starting to we'll have to start considering the cap here at some point yeah i mean we haven't quite hit the floor yet but we're about halfway through the league and and we're halfway to the the max so doing okay though uh and then here's here's our first true throwaway pick yep la has literally nothing uh, at the nhl level basically yep um there's there's nothing i want on this entire team i don't even want to take a i don't even want to take a player so um we can fulfill the we can fulfill our contract obligation on this one and just take martin firk easy enough yeah. Who cares? Yep. Yeah. Well, easy. Yeah. This I mean, one was tough. Unless you really like love Drake Rimshaw or something, but no need to go down that path. Uh Minnesota Wild. This one does get interesting. Who really loves Drake Rimshaw? I don't know. Someone probably like other than his mom. He's got a cool name. Yeah, and is his mom is his mom even that fond of him? Like Wow. Wow, you're going there. We're just assuming at that Dropping point. Dropping right? the heat over here, AJ. <laughs> Save it. We're about to pick the wild player, so this is the one you gotta bring the heat for. This this one actually might have been the most difficult the uh this in Carolina might have been our most difficult decisions. Yeah, because there's a lot going on. It's, yeah. These are two teams that kind of got caught in the middle of stocking out their, their depth of prospects and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so we went with four defenders because uh, Jonas was just too good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Had they left Jonas Brodine, uh, we would have skipped to this point and taken Brodine first <laughs> and then gone back and started with Anaheim. <laughs> so uh, we protected the four defenders uh, Brodine, Suter, Dumba, Spurgeon. Yep. Took me a second there. <laughs> I had, I I stopped myself because we traded for Spurgeon and Drews. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's simulation right. and was like, 
Is he wild anymore? Oh, right. That's a fake world, AJ. <laughs> Living in a bunch of fake worlds right now. <laughs> so, um, again, we could go old guy route here. Um, and we could give we could put Eric Stahl next to Joe Pavelski and have an old man top line. Yeah. You think you think old guy route instead of like a potential prospect? Which prospect? which which well, which prospect? I mean, I don't like any of their like like I'm not going after like a Nico Sturm or a Will Bitten. I don't mind Will Bitten, but I loved Will Bitten's draft year, but there are better guys to take right now. Fair enough. <clears throat> I mean, I would, I would. Yes, Dario, they have NMCs, Parise yeah. and Suter, so they have to be protected. Yep, those horrendous contracts continue to be horrendous. Yep, the gift that keeps on giving for all of us that were mad the day they signed them. <laughs> um, the, I think that there's a lot of interesting forward options here. Uh, Victor Rask is not one of them. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Neither is Miko Koivu. I'm not interested in any of that. I think Galchenyuk is intriguing just because he's Alex Galchenyuk, but eh, I really don't want to get a guy and then you're taking... I, there's only so many flyers I'm taking. And Puliyarvi is kind of my big swing in this draft, so... Yeah. Um, I I think this, for me, this is either Ryan Donato, Eric Sinek, or Luke Cunning. It's just my... I, and I would lean towards Donato. You think Donato over? Uh, I don't like Cunnin much. <clears throat> I know Eck has has struggled quite a bit, but yeah, I still think there could be something there. But we can go with Donato. I'd be fine with Erickson Eck just because we need a center man. Do we? Like we we really are not great on the center at the center spot right now. All right. Well, let's let's take Erickson Eck and and that's fifteen players. So let's take a look at our uh, our roster here. We can switch it if we want to. So we have Pavelski, Wenberg, Connolly, Comfer, Gagne, Kajula, Richie, Eriksenek, Mangiapane, Firk, and Pool Party as forwards for 11. Yeah, and really, of those, Wenberg yeah. is the one that actually still plays center. Like yeah, primary. I mean, you could probably stick Gagne back there and be okay, but... And then defense, Shea, Montour, Goulet, and then Ranta and Nett still. Um, yep. Yep. I, I, I'm pretty comfortable I'm with that. Off. Yeah. I, yeah, I like Erickson. I think that's a good... I, once we look at the whole roster, I think he's the right pick. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Jump back. All right, here we go. <laughs> Montreal. The this Canadians. is the big one right here. This is the big one. <laughs> We've got to, we've got to take, we've got to take Shea Weber. Oh God. I'm serious. We have to. Why? <laughs> because when he's healthy, he's still super good. And his contract problem is not our problem. I guess it, the recapture the re is Nashville's the problem. recapture is Nashville's problem. Not our nonsense. Is there anything that I can convince you to know? That forward core is terrible. Okay, fine. The only the only forward that I would consider out of that group, and it's because I've always really liked him. I think he's really turned a corner and turned himself into a solid player. Is Joel Armia? Uh, I really like Joel I, Armia. I'm not taking Armia over Weber. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna seriously take Shea. We're Weber. taking Shea Weber. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> Any interest in Charlie Lindgren? Eh. As like a third goalie? Uh, yeah, he could be a third goalie, I guess. 
I think our cap's fine to hang. We can we can make it work with Weber. The the question is, you take Shea Weber, okay? <clears throat> the the real question: Are you winning a cup? Are we trying to compete for a cup right now? Or are we building for the future? So, I guess here's the problem: If we're taking Weber, should we not take Pavelski and you give Weber the C then as the old guy on the team forever? Yeah, but who are you taking from Dallas? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I guess that's where you take Colton Point, where we go back and we 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 revisit that. We could do do should we do that and go Weber over Pavelski? It gives us a little bit more freedom to pick forwards in the last half as well. Okay, all right. Retconning everything, and we're we're changing Pavelski to for, Colton Point for Point take Shea Weber. because because we need Shea Weber on the Seattle somethings. <laughs> Shea Weber. <laughs> Seattle something's first captain. <laughs> YOLO. It's per- they'll call him Seattle Shea. It'll be great. He'll slap bombs. Uh, Just in Montreal. Okay, so Nashville is next. Oof. Um. Went with Saros in goal, just to be clear there. Rene's a washed-up yeah. bum. The defense was obviously extremely easy. You just take their big three defensemen. Yep. Um, so Okay, so let's have this conversation. Yep. Kyle Turris. I, we've set ourselves up pretty well for this, honestly. We need centers. <clears throat> yeah, we do. So Kyle Turris, no interest in Dante Fabro. That's the only other real option in my opinion and I've never liked Fabro as a prospect so we've got one we've got one uh, one vote for young crook I see a yarn crook in there I see a Fabro I in there don't like and yarn crook doesn't yarn crook always have injury issues yeah he's been hurt quite a bit is that anecdotal or is that an actual thing we'll we'll confirm it but yarn crook let's see yeah. I should have just looked this up. He, the last three years he's been hurt, but, you know, 68 games, 64 games. And he was healthy his first three years, really. So. He's missed 20. He doesn't miss as many games as I thought. He's not that injured. We'll put it that way. Um, What was our forward? What was our, or not our forward, what was our defense core look like here? Uh, Weber... Montour. Weber, Shea, Montour, Goulet. Yep. Does Fabro? Could you put him as like an offensive third pairing guy or something? So kind of use him the way Nashville's currently. Yeah, using. exactly. JTC's gone. How much? I, I don't know, man. Kyle Turris, though. We don't have a top six center. Right. Like, that's that's like what... Wenberg. Wenberg is kind of our. He will see. Right. I. Like I said, we set ourselves up really well to just pick Turris here. He fills a contract need as well. Yeah. I I I think it's really easy, at least for me I to just too. pick Turris on that one. I think I I think I agree with you, man, but again, I ask the question of what are we trying to do here? Yeah. I mean, because if we pick Kyle Turris as our number one center, 
we're not building a bottom five team. <laughs> uh, I mean, that depends on which tourist shows up, but. So, and I'm willing to bet that the guy he's been his entire career is the guy we can be, get. Yeah. We can get. And it's not like the contract is so long. It's three years. Right. That's six million. This Man. is not a major, major, major commitment here. This is not a six-year deal or something. It's only three years left at six million. We just don't have we just don't have this a center, right? That we're comfortable with as a number one guy. So I think Kyle Turris just makes it's it's too hard sense. not to with how this yeah. is shaped up. Yeah, I just I go back I go back to asking the question of what are we trying to build? A decent hockey team. Right, but like, are we trying to make are we are we trying to be the eighth seed? Or are we trying to build entirely for the future? I mean, because we're trying to build entirely for the future. Here's the thing: if this team is building for the future, you get to the trade deadline and you just sell everything. Let's just straight up fire sale, and then well, there are some sellable guys that we definitely have. But like Turris with his contract, if he's not having if he does not bounce back at least even to a 50 point you even as our number one center and he does not have like a 50 point season we're just eating that deal and whereas dante Favreau, we might be just sitting on a solid young defenseman yep it's it, i agree that Fabro could ultimately end up being a more important piece but personally never been a fan of Fabro and we did not build this yeah. draft to take him. So it's just too many factors for me. Okay. I think, I think I'm with you on this one. I do think I do want to continue to ask the question of what are we building for? I, so. yeah, it, it's a fair question. And because realistically this team isn't going to Vegas magic its way to a, a cup run. Yeah, but I also don't think that we're building a bad team here. I think we're building a team that that's on its way to being competitive, especially on the back end with Weber and Shea as a top pairing. So, I mean, this one could be a one we revisit after we do a few more picks. Um, okay. But on that note, we do need to take a second break here, and it's time to let you guys know about the school I went to, MSU Denver, specifically MSU Denver Online. They have a dynamic education platform that you have at your fingertips, and they make it easy for you to get your degree while continuing to live your life, especially here in quarantine times. You can just go online and take the classes that you need to take. Head on over to msudenver.edu slash online to scope out everything they have, including 40 plus online and hybrid programs. So if, when everything blows over, if you want to do some online, some on campus, you can do that. And they have over 750 classes to choose from. All of their programs are great. I went to school there for computer science, and it was fantastic. Really enjoyed my time there. Did many of my classes online, and many of us that graduated stay here in the Denver area. Again, msudenver.com slash online to check it out for yourself. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, as AJ is giggling in the background at something there. Our top pairing is Shea Weber, last name and <laughs> Shea first and name. Weber, perfect. We've That's built amazing. a we've built the Megatron defense. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Aaron in the chat for knowing that, <laughs> for, for, for pointing it out to us. That's very funny. 
All right. So, pick number 18 here. The New Jersey Devils. I left Will Busher off the defensive protection list here. And I think uh, this is going to be like L.A. We've got to start taking some guys that we want to we either don't want or we'll be in the AHL, whatever. Yeah. Um, for me, was, I, I've always liked Nathan Bastian. I'm cool with that. Sure. We could take Yanni Kwokin in if you want to take him too. I don't know. That's fine. I, I, honestly, it's it's whatever if they're just a guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really have a really – if we wanted a third-pairing defenseman because we do still only have four, I like Connor Carrick. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessary there. Yeah. I'd rather just take in one of our AHL guys here yep. and move on. Comfortable with that. Cool. Which one? <laughs> uh, I Bastion is okay. who I picked just cool. since that's the first name you threw out. I, I always liked him. So, uh, well, a team you enjoy here as well as next up are the New York Islanders. Yeah. A whole bunch of, Real old dudes getting paid a lot of money at the top of their forwards available. Kind yeah. of the same story on their back end as well. <laughs> yeah. So, AJ, you're the you're the master here. Do you look at uh, something like the off-brand Sebastian Ajo for that defensive core, or are you going forward with something here? Um, my initial instinct, honestly, is just to take Josh Bailey. Yeah. But I don't I really don't love that contract. No faith in finding something out of Josh Hosang? No. <laughs> no, I'm not taking Josh Hosang. All right. Those are some deep-seated problems. Okay. I I mean I can get um, behind Josh Bailey. That is a, quite a big cap hit. As... I like a couple of the depth defenders since that's where we're looking right now. Yeah. Um, I like both Adam Pellick and Scott Mayfield. And I really, I wouldn't even have like a strong objection to Thomas Hickey, but I would prefer Pellick. Yeah. I, I like Pellick over Mayfield as well, to be honest. So, and the contract's more reasonable. Scott Mayfield signed for like an eternity. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need to tie yourself to depth like that. So we're definitely not going to hit the contract mark, but it, nope. it's a little bit broken because this is yeah. contracts for 21-22 and we're drafting it for the 2021 season. Right. So. All, all None of these 2020s guys have deals. Right. And a lot of these guys are going to get deals. Exactly. So. I'm, that's like the one thing I'm really not as worried about. It would yep. have been nice to do this within the rules, but we're also doing it in the middle technically in the middle of the season yeah not so. officially over the season yet <laughs> oh, well. so. okay on to the next new york team to round out 20 picks uh the defense is pretty gross the goaltending is gross cuz obviously they protected uh gagoriev mm. and you're left with kind of whatever on the the forward side Unless you're really a fan of Fost or something, or you want a, a fourth-line grinder in a Lemieux. Or... Uh, this is another one where I think we take the we take a prospect, and I yeah. like Julian Gauthier. I'd like to see what he continues really? to do. Yeah. I'm not a big Gauthier fan, but I, I, I'm with you on picking a prospect. We could. I've, I like the, uh, Hajek on the back end, too. You could take him. 
definitely more of a fan of Hayek than than Gautier. Cool. So we'll go that way. That's fine. All right. We're at 20 picks. Uh, Saskatoon Blade. He sure was. Let's take a quick look at our roster again now that we sit at 20. Forward core, our starting 12 would be Kyle Turris, Alex Wenberg, Brett Connolly, JT Comfer, Sam Gagne, Drake Kajula, Nick Ritchie, Joel Erickson Eck, Andrew Mangiapane, Nathan Bastian, Martin Furk, Jesse Puglia Yarby. Obviously, some of those guys are going to get pushed down the lineup, hopefully. Yeah, we here. need some wings, man. Need some top six, at least second line caliber wings. Yeah. Um, and then the really defense. like what we're doing defensively, though. Yeah. The uh, the Shea Weber tandem to rule the, the blue line. And then Brandon Montour, Adam Pellick, Libor Hayek as a prospect, and Brandon Gooley. That's a strong defense. I like it. Anti Ranta. Colton Point as the goalies. As we still need yeah. to pick up a proper backup, probably. but Or a guy to push him. Yeah, we could go some kind of a tandem if we wanted to. Who's next up on the... Team number 21 is the Ottawa oh. Senators. Ooh, went too far. <sighs> and unfortunately, Ottawa had the reach to protect most of their young talent that has, yeah. has come up. Come on, JC Bowden, baby. <laughs> the Bowden pick. Nope. <laughs> no. As much as I was a big fan of his as a prospect, he's not a good NHLer. He just isn't. Uh, so we need a wing. Connor Brown has played in the top six a little bit. Don't know if he's really the type of player you'd be looking for. Yeah. Yeah. What? Who are you targeting then? Because that defense is gross. I'm looking at uh, uh, Hogberg as another guy for the another yeah for another potential AHL prospecty type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing knowing that the next team coming up has another defenseman that I really like. <laughs> um, two of them that I really like. Knowing that, oh, I don't really like very much of these these defenders. Labrie, Yaros, Wolanin, yep. they're all just kind of. Ugh. I liked Wolanin at uh, at North Dakota, but but didn't really come together. Well, and he's twenty five already, and it's like. You look at the strength of our team is our defense, so he's not really going to get to play. Yeah. No interest in like a, a Chalopic on the forward side or a Balsers, something like that. I'd rather just take Bobby Ryan. Well, we ain't doing that. So. I don't think we have the cap hit to manage Ryan, so. Mm, yeah, it's probably true. At that point, we would be putting ourselves in a tough spot. Yep. Um. What about a Nisimov as sort of a middle of the road? Yeah, that's uh, not a terrible. There's no upside there. Is the problem. So we just at that point, I, I really I think this comes back to Connor Brown as the right fit between age, price, position. If you're going with a roster player, I think Brown makes the most sense. You could go with Hogberg if you just want another goalie or something like that, but. 
Yeah, I mean, I really don't want to tie myself to any of these guys. I really just don't. Okay, well, I mean, brown is something you can give a try and then just be done with then. Yeah. I'm cool, Connor Brown. We'll give it a whirl. All right. It's a lot more of the same for us, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, we'll have to see what's left on, on some of the forwards as, as all of that. Yeah. Uh, the Flyers coming in, uh, as AJ said, maybe a little bit more on the defensive side that you'd be looking for. They protected their big guns, big younger players on, on the defensive side, and obviously all their stars on the forward side. Yeah. Um, honestly, there might be a world where they don't protect Nolan Patrick, but we protected him. And I would have taken him had he not been. I mean, so. probably so would I, but he, if you're talking about someone who's injury prone, I mean. <laughs> yeah, for sure, but that's still, I mean, I'm, I'm, I would still take that chance just on a guy like that that's absolutely all right so we're um, 100 picking chris bigra right yeah <laughs> uh i like i like hag here okay same hag has been very very solid for them kind of under the radar a bit obviously with names like ghost bear in front of him but yeah um and they had that they had that grip of defensemen that yep. all came up kind of at the same time and you know, somebody's got to be an odd man out. Yep. So he ends up on our defense instead. Is there any conversation about a, a German Rubitsov prospecty center type thing? Yeah, I would be, I would have been more interested in that. Um, had we not drafted our team the, kind of the way that we did. Yeah. Cause I don't think there's a lot of upside there. I think he's like a bottom six guy. Yeah. So and we already took that guy that. in Erickson Eck. Right. So makes sense. Yeah. Just add to the defense and I'm good there. All right. Oh, Next up, as we have 22 Pittsburgh. players drafted Pittsburgh and we this still, is a tough one. We still do need two more defensemen to meet requirements. Yeah. Um, and we know we, we know one of them is coming up. So, yeah. I don't think Pittsburgh's defense is particularly interesting either. No. I'm not taking Jack Johnson's contract for the next several years. So, I mean, there's a center that could help with Nick Bugstad. Yeah. Um, this is really, to me, I think this is Bugstad or this is Tristan Jari. No conversation about Rust on the wing? Um, no. Ah! Uh, I no, I don't think so. I'm. I might, I might just be dead wrong here, but I've never been a big fan of Rust or Shiri. I'm with you on Shiri. Rust, I do like a bit more, but I'd like Aston Reese if he could stay healthy. Yeah, well, you. I mean, well, we have him. Yari so. makes a lot of sense, right? As a goalie that can push, Ranta. Ranta's yeah, injury proneness. Yari, someone you can trust to throw in behind him pretty easily. And at, at 24. Yeah. If Ranta doesn't work out, we've got a guy. Exactly. Yeah, I'm good on Yari. Cool. Goalie down. That's three goalies. As we move on to a team that we're definitely not picking a goalie from. <laughs> no Martin Jones. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? You know who we are taking, though. Uh, the meme or the other meme? Because you can say two players, a forward or a defenseman, that would count as a meme to me. We have to take Nick Malosh. Yeah. Okay. One <laughs> hundred. We have to take him. Nick Malosh, the prospect defenseman. Yeah. I can't believe San Jose has fallen so far that I don't want anybody on this team. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Like, I like our depth already. Otherwise, I'd say a guy like Stefan uh, Nosen would be would be okay. Wasn't he taken by Vegas in the expansion draft as well? <laughs> he was. So, yeah. I mean, there just isn't much of interest. We went with Weber as the old man captain, so he can't really do Thornton. Yeah. I don't have any interest in that anyway. Yeah. I liked Jonathan Dolan years ago, but he's done nothing. Yep. So. Um, yeah, so, I mean, whatever. Malosh. Oh, yeah, is, we're is, bringing him back. Is as good a, a play as anyone. Now a Seattle something. Yep, Nicholas <laughs> Malosh, the Seattle something. <laughs> and uh, we should just take Vince Dunn and move on. Yeah, uh, Blues are very easy. Didn't opt to do the four and four because they just had too much talent up front. Yeah. And so Vince Dunn was the defenseman that was yeah. left over. I like Oscar Sundquist. I like Zach Sanford, Sammy Blay. Those are all solid depth guys. We have all those dudes. Remember this day where AJ selected Vince Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wrong about Vince Dunn as much as I couldn't stand him. I've been wrong about him. He's been... He's developed very nicely for them. Sure they don't want to expose Colton Pareko? A minor temptation in Billy Huso, have to admit. I have no temptation there, to be honest. Yeah, with that last year in San Antonio yeah, was enough for you. Bad times. <laughs> he had a he had a good bounce back, so he that's did, why I say but... that's why I say minor. Okay, this is where it yeah. gets tough. Now you're picking a real player from this team right here. Yeah. So from Tampa Bay, we had a really Hard time protecting this roster. Yep. Um. So this is the way that this draft has turned out. I think we can probably pass on Calfoot. I think we're definitely looking winger, <laughs> which leaves so, us those two dudes at the top there. <laughs> I know you're not a Kalorn fan, so convince I'm me really on board. Not, man. Convince really me on board not. then. I'd almost, uh, man, this is the Gord contract kind of scares me. It does through 2025 at five mil. Yeah. And the Kalorn deal is mostly over or I, I guess it's about half over at this point. It's, I mean, we got to commit to something though, right? Like other, outside of Shea Weber, we haven't really committed to any significant contracts. We've committed to a couple of longer ones, but we've done we've done the we've committed the mortal sin here of going with middle of the road deals. Yep. But you also look at our roster and look where we we haven't fulfilled the contract obligation. We have no idea how much money we've spent. To a certain extent, yeah. <laughs> because the money that we have spent, like we've got four forwards making three and a half million, but we have 19 RFAs on this team. But, I mean, realistically, 
you know, unless we want to do something really stupid with these last couple of picks, we should have some cap wiggle room. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because it's not like all these guys are getting huge. Right. They're not massive raises or anything. Yeah. Like Nick Ritchie and Erickson Eck aren't getting like. Yeah. You know, that's like $4 million spent between those two. So. Um, I I never RK. I never heard it say Laurel. I always heard it say Yanni. Yeah, same. Uh, so we we're just gonna do the gourd, or do we need to save money and go Kalorn? Really, it would hurt to have. We're, we have all these guys to pick from, and this is who we're gonna we're gonna pick. Thirty year old freaking Alex yeah. Kalorn. Take gourd. All right, he he talked roll himself the, into it. Roll the, roll the dice on Gord; it's fine. You don't want to take first round pick value, Barclay Goodrow. You know, <laughs> I would rather take Barre Boulay. I would rather take Mitchell Stevens. I would rather take Calfoot. Young players, all with serious upside. Yeah, no, I was. I would rather take Eric Chernak. But we need wins. We don't need we defense. Need yeah, we just don't. Yeah. We need that. We need that help, and Gord is locked in, and we don't have to worry about it. So he's a he's a build around guy for us. Yep. Believe in the skill. Believe he won't fall off a cliff. Yeah. Um. All right, Toronto up next. But what about the Leafs? Hmm. I mean, none of that defense is super interesting to us. Obviously, we pretty much built our defense already. Yeah. So, looking at forwards, you could try to go on the younger side with, like, a Bracco or, or something like that and see what you can get yeah. out of them. Unless, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, because Hyman's just more of the same. He's the same dude as Connor Brown and all those other guys. Exactly. So I'm cool with Bracco. Okay. Maybe he turns into something, maybe not. Yeah. You know. Uh, Auburn, Auburn is just more of the same he is what, what he is already yep yeah there's so there's just not a lot of not a ton of upside in that pick there alright we have three picks left we have about 15 mil in cap to work with we've reached all of our positional needs so we can kind of go with whatever here so for me I always really liked Cole Lind. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like uh, I would like more prospecty. Yeah, sure. I I mean, there's no reason to take any of these older guys really. Unless... The only other guy, Thatcher Demko, I think is interesting here. Yeah, for a, like a third goalie, depending on how point looks, kind of thing. I think I think Demko would give us an interesting group of goaltenders. I mean, I can be convinced. He's only 24. Got, yeah. We have... Well, I'll just make sure I'm right about what we have in our goalies. It's Ranta, Point, and Tristan Yari. Yeah. So So you're looking at, like, if things go south with Ranta, you can go to Yari and Demko and be fine kind of thing? Yeah. Looking at that now, I'm kind of iffy on I, if we I, even I, need... Yeah, I think Demko's a little bit 
of too expensive for that kind of a role. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, so, wind is fine as a prospect, I think. Any any interest in just taking it the the Tanner Pearson? Not really. Solid NHL or right now, it's really too bad Michael Furlan got hurt. Yep. Because this would have been an easy pick. Instead, I would have taken him and run with it, yeah. but instead concussion prospect are super serious. So. Yeah, it's Coldwind is cool with me. Um, we could have gone Kadojevich as well. It's the same thing. So is it Kadojevich or Gadjevich? Sure. Could be Gadjevich. I don't know. You know I'm terrible with names, but yeah, we'll take yeah. Lind. It's whatever. Uh, Washington didn't leave a ton as you kind of just went through their top end forwards and they cleaned house. Uh, you no, I mean, you could go with a veteran defenseman here in, in a Kempney or a Gudis. Yeah. Um, right now our likely six defenseman, um, Weber, Shea Weber. Yeah. Montour, Hag, Pelic and Dunn and Goulet, like somewhere in there. That's where we are. Um, guys competing for jobs. Yeah, so don't know that you'd really need another one that's really competing. But you could take one and do exactly what Vegas did when they just took 10 defensemen and traded four of them. Yeah, just get value there. Yeah, just this is where you stock up on draft picks and treat it like the deadline. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's nothing. Unless you wanted to try something crazy, crazy with Kovalchuk or something. No. Then pick your. I'll pick. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll just pick Kempney because he's a bit cheaper. Unless you really want to pick Gudis. I mean, Jensen? Oh, we could go Jensen. He's solid. He signed for a couple of years. I mean, so it was Kempney, but. Yeah, I'll let you decide. I'm. I don't have an objection. Either of them is fine. Oh, I've I have Kempney selected, so Yahtzee, Kempney it is. Decision made. <laughs> uh and then finally, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh with an ugly, ugly defense. And not anything better in goal, really, since they obviously protect Hellebuck there. I know. Yeah, I tell you what, though the the Birdman is an entertaining personality. <laughs> if you're going for personality, I'll let... <laughs> yeah, Mikhail Berdine is a really, really interesting guy. <laughs> Anybody? Uh, it, he's the guy who uh, uh, punted the puck this year. Yeah, the the AHL kick. <laughs> yeah. Really, an odd duck. He's he's he would be a fun guy to add. Um, but here, this is where I would I would argue for Mason yeah. Appleton or Nick I, Shore. I knew Mason Appleton was coming, but, and I definitely yeah. like him over Shore. Yeah, agree. So, pretty easy, I think. There, uh, any any I I mean, Adam Lowry is an interesting guy. At three no, mil, we have at twenty seven yeah, at center. Yeah, it's just yeah. we've got out we've got Adam Lowry, and since we're ignoring the contract rule. Yeah. Yellow. Yeah. So, ultimately, we left ourselves with about ten mil in cap space for signing and extending players, and realistically, maybe moving out some of those defensemen. 
Yeah, and like the 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 cap total is with what those guys already made. Yeah. So assuming, and there's very few big raises there here. There shouldn't be any major raises. Yeah. This is also this is also the cap hit of a thirty player team. Yeah. Right. <laughs> This is, seven of these guys will not be on the starting roster, so plenty right. of so cap gonna, space. We might even just let Sam Gagne walk at this point. Yeah. After so. we built the roster, it's like, nah, don't really need that guy. Yeah. And it ended up being one of those extra picks, but yeah, coming from Detroit, there wasn't a ton to select. Um, so ultimately, Turris, Gord, Wenberg, Connolly, Comfer, Gagne, Brown, Kajula, Richie. Eric Sinek, Cole Lynn, Jeremy Bracco, Mason Appleton, Andrew Mangiapane, Nathan Bastian, Martin Furk, Pool Party. Looking, I know we're just kind of doing this off the top, but making lines, you go in with uh, like a tourist gourd pool party line one, something like that? Yes. Okay. And then Wenberg, Connolly, whoever on the other wing? Um, Probably Nick Ritchie. And then you can have a third line of a, a Comfer, er- Erickson Eck, Kajula. Yeah. yeah. Connor Brown. Oh, Brown. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Fourth yeah. line. Uh, that's that's where fourth line I would probably do Appleton, Mangiapane. Um, and then. Kajula. I don't know. Yeah, Kajula. Yeah, Kajula is a good call. like. Bracco as your 13th or something. Yeah. And rotating guys in and out. Yeah, and obviously. then Burke, Bastian, um, Lind in, in the minors. Yep. We're just going to let Sam Gagne go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. You didn't make it. <laughs> On defense, that's a lot harder to do. Yeah. Like, we took Goulet off the top, and it's like, does he even play on this team? I mean... Because you have Shea Weber, and then... Yeah. Right, Montour on the second pair with take your probably pick. Vince Dunn probably makes the most sense with like Hag and Pellick on the third. Yeah, Hag, Pellick, and Jensen is your likely third pairing guys, right? Yep. Or and this is where we start dealing, guys. Right. Yeah, you can move a, a Jensen or a Kempney or or whatever. Yeah. If you want to make room for a Goulet or something like that, and then yep. your goaltenders are Ranta and Yari either kind of a 1A, 1B spot and then Colton Point as your third prospecty. So, yeah. I kind of like it. It's not... I, I think it's solid. Um, it feels maybe a touch lacking in the in the top six forwards, but... Yep. That's, We're going to have a hard time scoring. That's kind of how the expansion draft is set up to be. This also does not count, uh, does not factor in the player that we take in the top five-ish. Right. In the draft right off the bat. When they uh, add Lafreniere to that top line and it just becomes filled. I was, <laughs> dude, I was going to say, I was, <laughs> somebody should somebody should build this roster for us in NHL 20 and see how it does. And just dominate kids with it. I, <laughs> I would love to see just like how good is this roster in the virtual space. I need the Seattle somethings highlights. Yes. By tomorrow Somebody night. Somebody take our roster. I'll... <laughs> One of uh, we should we should publish this to Cap Friendly so somebody can use it. Uh, okay. Publish Seattle somethings. DNVR. 
All right. Uh, I'm not logged in. I can't publish. Oh my God, why do they make you do these things? <laughs> Either way, as we sort all this out, I'd like to thank everybody who was listening in live. If you want to listen in live in the future, this is something we're going to start doing a lot more. Uh, broadcasting these podcasts live over on the DNVR Sports Twitch account. That's twitch.tv slash DNVR underscore sports. Really appreciate it if you'd give us a follow on there, or if you're really feeling generous, subscribe with your Twitch Prime, which you can do for absolutely free. It helps us out a ton. Uh, special thank you to a couple of you who followed during the podcast, No Threat, Sniper Instinct, and Tamo Spike. I tried. I tried. I'm sorry if I messed up your name. This has been our Expansion Draft podcast, at least round one of it. As we talked about, you can expect another round after whenever free agency may be. For AJ Hayfley, I'm Nathan Rudolph, and we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Game 2, Avs Wings 96.